I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome into the Crypto Daily News, available on YouTube, podcast, and at Blockchain Radio. Our top story today, the run of 12 consecutive green days for Bitcoin came to an end. We've had a small pullback. And now the question is, can it remain over 40,000? Can it get back over resistance at 41 and a half that it was attempting to flip to support? And then the next big target would be the 200 daily moving average, which is at 44,000. 600 if we can cross that line and hold it a quick acceleration to a new all-time high in the 60s would become expected okay before we do anything else though let's set the context of the market bitcoin's at 39,364 that is down five percent bitcoin dominance at 44.6 as btc has retraced more than the alts so far the total crypto market caps at 1.65 trillion that is down 3.3 and the crypto fear and greed index is at 48 we're back to neutral pretty much there over the weekend we pushed into the 60s for the first time since may and that is where the greed starts perhaps a precursor to sunday evenings sell off more on that let's look at winners and losers bitcoin cash is up 2.3 percent there at 559 luna's up 2.6 ftx token 2.1 percent your biggest winner though bitcoin Cash ABC, they're up 27.1%, number 81 by market cap, sitting at 57.78, and Bitcoin Gold's up 6.9%, 55.48. Not a ton of red, most losers down in the low single digits, amps down 7% at 6.6 cents. The graph, GRT, is down 7.7%, and uh, Decred and Siacoin, your biggest losers in the top 100 hit for 10%. Time now for some news you can use right here in the Crypto Daily News, and we'll start with some Cardano. Yeah, Charles Hoskinson video over the weekend says Cardano will allow users to run smart contracts once the Alonzo hard fork occurs. We're on schedule, he said. Things are moving along, chugging away. He says, I still think our timelines are good. August, September, those are holding strong, and I still believe that most of the development infrastructure will be built in the August-September time frame and then a long tail of iterative improvements to the infrastructure as dApps are built and deployed on Cardano. For it to happen on schedule would be a bit of a pleasant surprise unless you're among the gamblers on Polymarket who bet Cardano would not complete smart contract hosting by October 1st. In a related story, investor and influencer Michael Vandepop tells his hundreds of thousands of followers over the weekend ADA could be in for an 800 percent liftoff once the update is executed the first decentralized exchange set to launch in the cardano network cardax has raised one and a half million dollars from its first community sale ahead of the trading platform's launch in the third quarter of the year when smart contracts are uh, going to be available scheduled to be available story at cryptoglobe.com according to a statement from cardax the exchange will operate on the extended automated market maker protocol and will aim to serve 
serve as the native trading platform for the Cardano, Cardano ecosystem. The project is led by Ryan Morrison and his team and raised 50000 bucks earlier this year to finance its development. Even more Cardano news in another related story, Emergo, which is under the Cardano umbrella since the beginning, announced they're releasing a plugin called the Yoroi Wallet Dapp Connector. After enabling the Dapp Connector, the user will be able to participate in any activities that the Dapp permits, such as purchasing or selling tokens, gaining access to resources, or using other features offered by the Dapp. This communication bridge between both platforms facilitates the validation of ownership of specific assets and can allow the execution of transactions uh, for the Dapp. Okay, XRP news. Legal expert James Filan says, don't expect a resolution in the SEC lawsuit against Ripple regarding XRP anytime soon. Defense lawyer and former federal prosecutor took to Twitter to explain that the government has no interest in giving up anytime soon. He says the deposition of the SEC's former director of corporation finance, William Hinman, creates a lot of new information that lawyers for Ripple will be looking into and investigating, and that could take some time as well. It's been a while since we've had El Salvador news, but this right here worthy. We have a report from BN Crypto that a Bank of America report confirmed El Salvador did the right thing adopting Bitcoin as an official currency. Look at Bank of America becoming a crypto ally more and more. An analyst for the B of A said that El Salvador's decision to adopt Bitcoin was correct in an economic outlook report. The official government Twitter profile of El Salvador posted a screenshot of a report from BFA pointing to the aforementioned statement of approval. The report was released July 26th, talks about the overall economic viewpoint of El Salvador, and the section in question talks extensively about the opportunities and remittances, digitization, and business operations. The author believes Bitcoin's adoption can help with all these aspects of their economy. The NFT run has now turned into a craze. Look at the story over here, Block Crypto. Somebody just put a rare CryptoPunk NFT for sale for 90.5 million smackaroos. If accepted, would become the biggest CryptoPunk sale ever. The offer for sale was for CryptoPunk 3100, according to Larva Labs. The punk's an alien, one of nine, with a, a headband. The NFT was previously sold for 7.6 mil. It's quite a flip. Speaking of NFTs, I have some NFT scammer news, and really it's a PSA to show anybody can get got because these scammers are pretty good, man. Story over there at Decrypto, founder of NFT game loses 16 crypto punks and a bunch of ETH to a scammer. Yeah, the guy's name is Stazy. He tweeted about the nightmare over the weekend. Apparently a scammer named CryptoPunks bot posted in the CryptoPunks Discord uh, offering NFT investors the chance to win 10 of the elusive NFT avatars to celebrate the project's four-year anniversary. The link directed you to larvalabs.io, 
a very convincing copy of LarvaLabs.com, the project behind the CryptoPunks. The scam site had a pop-up that looked like MetaMask, said Stacy, referring to the widely used in-browser wallet. The pop-up said that MetaMask security had been compromised and requested Stacy send his seed phrase to restore access. Anyone who has access to that 12-word phrase can drain the MetaMask wallet of funds. Stacy unwittingly sent his wallet seed phrase to the scammer. There was zero critical thinking, and it's beyond idiotic, he says. The punks and ETH were quickly gone before I could do anything. Sunday, salt in the wounds. The scammer sold five crypto punks for 149 ETH, totaling $385,000. Stacy's been in crypto since 2017, considered himself familiar with the ways investors are swindled out of their cryptos. He chalks his lapse of judgment at the time down to being burnt out, tired, and frustrated. Time now for Neighborhood Watch, where we look at what top tubers, tweeters, and influencers saying about our space. Michael Saylor back at it again. Interview with Bloomberg TV. Saylor argued that Bitcoin is the highest upside, lowest risk strategy out there, saying some people think diversification means buying other types of cryptos or other kinds of equities. We think that by holding Bitcoin, we're diversifying because we can see Bitcoin on the balance sheets of cities, states, governments, companies, small and big investors. Ultimately, Bitcoin's going to be the core to tech innovation at Apple, Amazon, and Facebook. So we want to be holding the Bitcoin. Salute to you, Big Mike, and salute to you for checking out the show. Remember, none of the preceding messages, financial advice, just news. And thanks for checking us out for the GD Crypto News team covering the world of crypto one Satoshi at a time. I'm Gavin Dawson. At ease.